This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Reds scored four times in the third inning and went on to beat the Miami Marlins Thursday night at Great American Ballpark. 6-1 to one the final score. The big blow in that inning was Joey Votto's three-run homer, his 27th of the season. Luis Castillo was on his game Thursday. He allowed just one run in seven innings of work with seven strikeouts. Michael Lorenzen and Tony Santiant came on to shut Miami down in the final two innings. Highlights coming up, but first some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. Thanks, Jed. Good one tonight. Chris, Reds win over the Marlins 6-1. to one. And uh, really, it was Joey Votto that put the Reds on top with that home run and back of some really good pitching from Luis Castillo. You know, you had a feeling that the Reds, if they could see that starter, Nick... Nick Neidert. <laughs> Nick Neidert enough that they would finally solve him. And Votto did what he got, unjammed him on that fastball, a three-run home run, very business-like win for Luis Castillo, a really good kind of a win that this ball club needed very badly tonight. No doubt. The bats came alive just enough, and uh, good to see that after kind of some quiet days offensively the last couple ball games. You know, I think that once Castillo went out there and did that, you hope that you raise the bar of expectation. Tomorrow Sonny Gray, and you expect him to be able to do the same thing to this Marlins team. Chance for the Reds to rattle off some wins and pile them up, see if they can keep it going tomorrow. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights. Neither team crossed the plate in the first three innings. The Marlins finally got on the board in the top of the fourth. With two outs, Luis Castillo gave up a single to Jesus Sanchez and then walked Brian Anderson. Next up was Jorge Alfaro. Signal given, Castillo ready from the belt. Here's his 1-0 pitch. And there's a ground ball, base hit into right. Around third, here comes Sanchez throw to the plate, cut off and late. And that's an RBI single for Jorge Alfaro. Three straight have reached after the strikeouts of the first two batters in the inning. And it's the Marlins that strike first tonight, one to nothing. The Reds' offense came to life in the bottom of the fourth. Jonathan India started things by singling the left off Marlins starter Nick Neidert. Then after a pop-up, Nick Castellanos singled. That brought Joey Votto back to the plate. Long look in now, Neidert. Sets at the belt, delivers the 2-2. And Votto puts a charge into one, deep right center field, and gone. Three-run shot, Joey Votto, and the Reds are on top, 3-1. to one. After the home run, Tyler Stevenson walked, and then with two outs, Kyle Farmer brought Stevenson home. Here's the pitch to... Farmer, and he drives this one deep toward the right field corner, and on the run, diving for it, Sanchez, he can't get it, it's down and rattling around the corner. Here comes Stevenson around to score, Farmer into second with an RBI double, his 45th run batted into the year, and as he extends his hit streak to eight games, Farmer extends the Reds' lead to 4-1. to one. Luis Castillo shut the Marlins down in the fifth inning, again in the sixth inning, and in that sixth, he got some big-time help from his center fielder. Swinging a fly ball, right center field. This is hit well. On the run, Castellanos overcomes Naquin to make the running catch at the wall in deep right center field. A long run for Tyler Naquin to get to it. 
but he makes the catch right at the wall. Well to the right of the 370 sign in right center. You know, Naquin kind of appeared out of nowhere on that. It looked like Cassianos was drifting towards right center field, and Naquin, full blast, came right along the warning track behind Cassianos by probably three or four steps. That's a dandy defensive play. In the top of the seventh, Castillo gave up back-to-back -back singles after one man was out. Lewis Brinson then grounded into a force out at second base. So first and third with two outs, Castillo then ended his night against Miguel Rojas. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Brinson does not go. Swung on, that's a ground ball to Moustakas. The step, the throw, right on the money, and Castillo is out of the inning. They'll strand a couple. They did not score. We go to the top of the, or the bottom of the seventh. Reds will have a 4-1 lead and try to add a little bit to that. Here's Castillo's pitching line. Seven innings, eight hits, one run. It was earned. One walk, seven strikeouts, 99 pitches, 68 of those for strikes. He was really good. The Reds added to their lead in the bottom of the seventh. Aristides Aquino doubled to begin the inning off Brian Mitchell. Then with one out, leadoff man Jonathan India came through. Aquino, a little bit bigger lead now as the 2-2 pitch Ready to come in by Brian Mitchell. Swung on. That's ripped down the left field line. That'll be a base hit. Paddle drive in Aquino. India rounds first and cruising in the second base with a stand-up double. And it is a 5-1 ball game. After Tyler Naquin struck out, Nick Castellanos got India home. Castellanos twirling the bat, waits. Now he's got his elbow up and ready to go. Swung on, there's a base hit in the left field. Here comes India. He's getting the wave from House. Here he comes, and he will come in without a throw, and the Reds will lead it 6-1. to one. So a little bit of insurance time here for the Reds with some nice hitting and excellent base running. Michael Lorenzen came on to pitch the top of the eighth for Cincinnati, and he set the Marlins down in order. And then it was Tony Santion's turn in the top of the ninth. He got Brian Anderson to fly out for out number one. Jorge Alfaro struck out. That's the second out. And then he ended the game against Alex Jackson. Reds trying to hand the Marlins their fourth straight loss. Santion sets ready. And Wines deals the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out with a slider, and that's it. Reds win it 6-1 over the Marlins. Here are the totals for Cincinnati. Six runs on nine hits, no errors, and five left on base. For Miami, one run, eight hits, no errors. They stranded six. Castillo, the winner, 7-12. Nidert, the loser, 1-2. One, one home run in the game. That was Joey Vado's 27th of the season. Two hours and 43 minutes, 11,581 at Great American Ballpark. With the victory, the Reds are now 66 and 57 on the season. Time to hear from Reds manager, David Bell. Crucial bounce back for you tonight, David, for your club. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're all going to be really important uh, the rest of the way. I, I was really happy with um, just our whole day today. I, I know our, our players were determined, um, just like they always are, but uh, work was great and um, the environment was great and just determined to come out and, and do everything we could to get, get a win tonight. Fourth inning, you guys are obviously, it's still a close game. How much of a difference maker is a three-run home run like Votto hit tonight? It is. We, you're right. I, I, the, the runs last couple of days, um, a little tough uh, to come by and then we're down and um, the home run 
it does shift things. And um, those are three run homer. They're usually always big, but but I do agree that that one in particular, just to get on the board and, and get out in front and give uh, give Cassie some some room to, to pitch. Um, I thought that was clearly the the big at bat and the big uh, hit of the day. How good was Castillo for you tonight? He was great. I mean, he he started out really aggressive. I thought with his fastball, but um, continued to to pitch the, kind of the same thing we see when he's really good using his fastball, but also mixing it up with really good changeup. Game two of the four-game series is Friday night at Great American Ballpark as Sonny Gray goes to the mound looking for his fifth win of the season. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 640. First pitch is scheduled for 7:10. And once again, the final score on Thursday night, the Reds beat the Marlins 6-1. to And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.